Hey, if you got a Bible, uh, turn to Hebrews 11. And if you get in a pew Bible there, it's on page 635. I just want to share a brief devotion before we publicly give praise to God. You know, this year has been, uh, we think of today's, the nature of today's service, the Thanksgiving praise service. And I know for many of us, uh, it's, it's been a hard year. For many of you, and I've, I know many of your stories because you've shared them with me and, and the elders, and, and, and we're aware of some of the, the hurt and some of the pain and some of the trouble in this past year. Back up a little bit. I think I'm getting some feedback from the speaker. Um, it's been a hard year the, uh, you know, financially for a lot of people. It's been a hard year financially. It's been a hard year health-wise for a lot of people. It's been a hard year relationally for a lot of people. Um, work, the kids. It's been, a, it's been a tough year. In fact, it's probably been a tough two or three years for many of you. And I think, you know, as you sit out there and, and, I, and I give you the call to come forward and to give thanks, you might be thinking in the back of your head, I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to give, to give thanks for. Because, man, it's, it's been rough. And I don't know where I'm going right now. There was another guy like that. His name was Abraham. Hebrews 11, verse 8. says, By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he, Abraham, waited for the city, not a tent, a city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Not knowing where he was going, he pressed on. Living in tents, not having a... a, 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 an established abode, an established home, he pressed on, not knowing where he was going. For some of you, you know, you, you don't know where things are going right now. And you have way more questions than you do answers. And yet Abraham is our example. To press on, not always knowing where we are going. And even worse still, in some cases, you know, we... we we look at, at those around us and they, they seem to press on and press on and press on. And even at the very end of their life, it seems that, man, life has just been a struggle through the bitter end. Well, the Word has something to say about that too. Verse 13 of Hebrews 11. The author of Hebrews is talking about a whole slew of people who were promised amazing and wonderful things of God. They were promised the land of Israel. They were promised this, this beautiful land that they could live in and cultivate and call their own. And yet, many, the Scriptures say, look what it says in verse 13, these all, speaking of people like Moses and Abraham before him and Noah and so many others, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek 
a homeland, verse 16. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. There's that word again, city. Some of them, you know, even worse than not knowing where you're going, some people, they go through all of their life and they get to the end and it's been a struggle the whole time. And they, they, they know the promises of God and they know the promises of blessings and, and, and all the things that they would anticipate is to come. But they pass from this earth not having fully realized those promises. Not having fully understood the magnificence that is our salvation. Not having fully appropriated what it's like to be utterly in God's blessing. And these have died. And yet they, they held on. They looked at those promises and were assured of them. They embraced them. They confessed those promises, even never having received them in full. Abraham never received in full the promises that God had told him. He will one day, though. And he remains steadfast because of that. He remains steadfast, living in tents, not having that permanent abode. He kept going. Why? Because he knew that God's promise was unshakable. It was irrevocable. Look at Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. We're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We may not know it now. We may not know where we're going now. We may get through the end of our lives and look back and say, but where is it? It's coming. The promises of God are coming. Though we may not see them now in full. It is unshakable. And then, and then the author says, and because of its unshakable nature, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. That word, the, the words there, have grace, really is an idiom for let us rise up graciously. Let us rise up in gratitude. Let us rise up in thankfulness. Why? Because we have an unshakable kingdom ahead of us. If you don't feel thankful... The Scriptures would likely say to you, your eyes aren't on the kingdom. If you have nothing to be grateful for today, the author of Hebrews would say to you, it's because you're not looking at the promises which are before you. Look at verse 14 of chapter 13. Chapter 13, verse 14. For here on this earth, we have no continuing city. This isn't all there is. But we seek the one to come, the new Jerusalem in the kingdom of God. For, for here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer up the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. He said it again. Looking at the unshakable kingdom, looking at what's ahead, we rise up with grace, with gratitude, with thanksgiving. 
That's where organic praise comes from. That's where genuine thankfulness comes from. You can't just turn it on. It is turned on when you're looking at the kingdom of God and the promises that God has given to you. And finally, Hebrews 12, verse 22. This is what you have. You who have believed in the name of Jesus Christ, this is what you have. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Not a blood of vengeance, but a blood of redemption. That's your heritage. You who have believed in the name of Christ, that is what you have. And what you will enjoy eternally when this life is over. So you may not know where things are going right now like Abraham. You may even get to the end of your life and die not having received, not having appropriated in full the joy that you thought you should have had, the, the love that you shot, thought you should have had, the, the experience of, of having the Spirit of God within you that you thought you should have had, but stay steadfast. Because the promises of God are unshakable. And they should well us up with thanks. I'm going to close in prayer in just a moment. And as I do... I want you to consider what you might share in just a few moments. We want to give time for the people to share what they're grateful for. And you know what? What you're grateful for might be the trial that you've gone through. It might be the difficulty, the hardship that you've come through. And I encourage you to share that as well. So whether it's a a joy or whether it's a hardship, whatever you are grateful for, if you would like to share it, I'd ask that you come forward as I pray and sit in these front uh, rows here and we'll just one at a time one right after the other, give thanks. Come forward as I pray, and when the, when the worship team is done singing their song, I'll ask for that first person to come forward and begin our time of thanks. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father, Lord, You are a God who gives unshakable promises. And Lord, sometimes we don't know where we're going. We don't know where You're leading us. Sometimes, Lord, we get to the end of life and we look back and we have a lot of regrets. I know many like that, Father. They look back and they go, I wish I would have done that. Or I wish this would have occurred. Oh, but Lord, help us not to be a people who looks back in regret, but a people who looks forward in anticipation of what is coming. An unshakable kingdom being in Your presence forever. Lord, let that hope well us up with gratefulness. I pray that we would be encouraged by the thanks that is given by our people this morning. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen.